Welcome back. This is day two of our series, Hidden in Plain Sight, Why Christians Should Care About the Jewish High Holy Days. And today, we're going to look at this idea of the day of the blowing of trumpets and really to dive in and ask, why? Why is this important? Why are we even looking at this? So this day of the blowing of the trumpets or what is known by many as Rosh Hashanah, which actually means the head of the year, um, it's, it's really biblically, it's all about the trumpet. Yeah. Uh, biblically, this day is called Yom Teruah. Uh, of course, if you walk the streets of Israel and said to someone, happy Yom Teruah, they probably wouldn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's right. So uh, when we think about the trumpet and, you know, of, of all of the obnoxious, you know, I, I had uh, some experience back in the day in marching band. Uh, and uh, the trumpets were most oftentimes the most obnoxious people, um, either that or the guy playing drums. Yeah. Uh, they're but loud. They're loud. That or tenor <laughs> sax, man. That is like the loudest instrument on the planet. Uh, but it's it's there and it's a biblical, you know, nobody's ever saying like, uh, and in that day, the Lord will sound the clarinet. It yeah. just doesn't, it doesn't, you know, I think everybody or, would run or away. The, or the piccolo. Right, the piccolo. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, but but it the, the trumpet is this biblical instrument. It's a call. It's a heralding of something majestic, but you would have a trumpet when you're going into war is the battle cry. We'd sound the shofar. I mean, Gideon won a battle based on how they were blowing the shofar. Well, even Jericho. Oh, Jericho. Yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah. They're screaming, they're shouting, and they're blowing of the trumpets, the yeah. shofar. Right. So we take that, but there, there's there's more that goes on here. It, it is something that it penetrates the soul. It reminds us. It awakens us from any spiritual slumber. But it, it not only reminds us of all of this, but there is a glimpse into future prophetic events um, that— there, and it says this in Daniel. It also says this in, in Revelation. Uh, it says this in actually quite a few places, but— we have an association with the return of the Lord and the trumpets, that there is a heralding call and we are looking forward. And as we have said that these fall feasts have yet to be fulfilled, um, the trumpets are a wake-up call for us that something great is coming. Yes. Yes. Did I just say it all and you didn't want to say anything <laughs> yeah. else? Yeah. What, what, is the, uh, what is the great thing that is coming that we associate with the blowing of the trumpet? Well, it's, it, is, it is the return of the Lord. Um, and I think that as we're looking at this, um, I, I think about, um, we, have, we have a couple dogs. Um, we have Finn and Sawyer. And uh, Finn is part husky. And every once in a while, we'll have sirens, ambulance, fire trucks. They're going back behind our house. And they're, they're wailing away. And I'm telling you, uh, his husky, there's something about the huskies that they, they, from one mountaintop to the next, the huskies just create this line of howling. Uh, it's the closest thing that we can get to the sounding of a shofar. And it's, it actually sounds like we're killing the dogs. I mean, it's a really awful sound, but yeah. you can't ignore it. it. It's telling you to be alert that there is something that we have to pay attention yeah. to. And I think it's interesting, you're talking about sirens. Uh, when we're in Israel on particular days, Yom HaTzma'ot, New Year, or uh, Yom HaShoah, Israel's Remembrance Day of the Holocaust, at a certain point in time in the morning, the sirens go off and everything comes to a stop. Right. People are driving down the highway, the car pulls over, and they get out of the car and they stand at attention till the siren stops. Yeah. And, and so I know in different communities, um, whether uh, it's, uh, I have a cousin uh, in Seaside, Oregon, which is a, 
uh, what they're on the alert for is if there's an earthquake, that there's a tsunami coming, but they have a huge alarm system, the sirens that will go off. Um, but we have, and we have those uh, for tornadoes here. Tornadoes, right? yeah, right yeah. here. I've heard a couple of them. But it's a call for us to to be ready, to be watching, um, and, and to be waiting uh, for the Lord's return. Yeah. To be living in light of that, to be ready. Yeah, and so the Jewish people will flock into the synagogue during this time of year. This is the high holy days. Uh, people who generally don't go to synagogue services during the year or go to very few will make sure that they're there. It's, it's kind of like the same thing as uh, Christians uh, showing up uh, on Christmas Eve and Easter. Yeah. Uh, you know, the same the same kind of thing. So um, it's, it's an important time. It's a relevant time because it's a time of contrition and a time when they are looking at being written into the book of life. And so for 10 days, life changes. Yeah. And so it's a gathering time. It's a, it's a time to, um, again, uh, these days of awe, these days of awe, to be able to uh, look at what's going on in the world, to look what's going on in our hearts, and with a sense of awe, to be looking forward to the return of Yeshua, uh, the Messiah, back to this earth, to redeem and restore everything. Yeah. It, it is supposed to be, for, for all of us, it's supposed to be an awakening uh, to the importance of uh, repenting and renewing constantly our lives as believers in Yeshua and Jesus. Uh, that, that trumpet call reminds us to return to the Messiah. You know, if, if we uh, have been drifting off, maybe, uh, we need to come back to the Lord. And, you know, this can be a time of remembrance uh, for us here. You know, a, a lot of people talk about the fact that uh, we are focusing on these feast days and we're uh, telling Christians that they should be observers of things that are contained in the law. Uh, but we're not really doing that uh, in that sense. We're, we're doing this as something that was given biblically that has significance, and it has significance for our lives as believers today, not to be uh, performers of the law, but to realize the significance of it and the impact that it has on our lives as we live it through every day. So what you're trying to say is this is not mandatory. We're not saying get back under the law and to follow all of these yeah, things. No, not at all. This is an invitation to something deeper, to be aware biblically of what's going on and what God is calling us to, and then to be able to pause and say, look, there is a community of, of faithful Jews who are trying to live this out. Um, but as we have more familiarity with these days that we're in, to be able to identify and to be able to say, if, if you know somebody who's Jewish, say, hey, uh, I know it's the days of awe and uh, that this is, you're, you're looking at these days of trumpets, the, the blowing of the trumpets, and we're in this with you. And uh, we, we love you. And to be able to be a witness there to the Jewish people. Yeah. And maybe even let me tell you what the, uh, you know, what the real meaning of all of this is for you and for me. Yeah. All right. So this is day two. Um, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about repentance and what does that look like in the Jewish community when you come back tomorrow? Thanks for listening.